What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Menu TV Reviews. I am your host, Mon. Today, we will be discussing Kindred, Season 1, Episode 7, titled Jane. Y'all, I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I am still on location, but y'all are definitely going to get some of these episodes today, okay? As promised. So, like I said, I hope everybody has had a wonderful weekend. Shout out to um, Toya, okay? Remember, she's got that wonderful YouTube page called Pieces of Lily um, that, you know, kind of just discusses life and how she's dealing, uh, her and her daughter, Lee, are dealing with autism. So, go check her page out if you haven't already. She is doing amazing work over there. And shout out to all of the new and the old listeners. I love y'all, okay? So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So, the episode starts off with Dana. She's having flashbacks of what happened to Celeste, because remember, in the last episode, we watched Celeste attempt to give birth and she died in the process okay and not only was it her but the baby also died as well so she's teaching nigel how to read she's trying to teach him how to read because that was luke's request because of everything that had happened and so she's teaching nigel how to read and he's like oh dana like this is too much when carrie comes in and so carrie is looking at her like "Mm, should I be here right now? And so Dana was like, no, 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 it's okay. Come on in. And so Carrie's just kind of like partaking everything in that Dana is teaching Nigel because she tells her, hey, you know, if you also learn how to read, then maybe you guys can write back and forth to each other. Very good idea, but bad timing because of the era that they're in. Okay. So as Carrie is kind of just standing there and taking taking everything in, we see that um, her mom, Sarah, comes in. And so Sarah was like, what, what you doing, Carrie? Get over here. <laughs> and so she tells Dana, you know what? Since you got here, it ain't been nothing but chaos. You know, Tom tried to starve us out because Winnie went missing and then Celeste done died. And now you're trying to teach them how to read. Like, do you know what'll happen to them if they get caught trying to read? Now, remind you, Tom in the last episode told Dana that she is not to be reading by herself or, you know, let alone be caught trying to teach the slaves how to read because we all know what happens once they learn you know once they they educate themselves so she was like Carrie you are no longer to you know be with Miss Dana by yourself ever and so Dana was like no no no." Luke basically told her that he wanted you know Nigel to be taught how to read and so she was like well Luke must be out of his mind more than I thought okay and so her and Carrie her up and get out of there and so not just looking like oh shoot like should I should we still be doing this and so Dana was like it's gonna be fine okay we'll just we'll start back up fresh tomorrow so Dana and Kevin are back in the room and they're discussing you know what happened with Carrie and Nigel and Sarah and they basically get into this disagreement like a a brief disagreement about what's going to happen to the rest of the kids and so she was like I promised Luke that I would teach Nigel how to read and Kevin was like no Dana you were initially brought back just to save Rufus's life like we can't stay here because he had mentioned something about um traveling you know outside of being like Rufus's uh 
piano teacher. And so he was like, you know, traveling may not be so bad or we could just return, you know, to the real world because I mean basically Rufus is already saved at this point and so Dana was like I feel like I have not done enough we need to save all of them and so Kevin was like if we try to save all of them we will end up going bat shit crazy like there's no way possible that we can save all of them and so then it splits to um Margaret greeting her sister her sister has come into town and of course <laughs> this is going to cause more chaos in the house and so Rufus goes up to greet his Aunt May and call her Maggie or something like that and so they say hey, hello to each other and then Kevin comes downstairs and May makes the mention that Margaret had brought him up in a letter that she had wrote to her before and so she was like you know she mentioned you all of those years ago what brings you back to town and so there's definitely an awkward silence and so she was like oh, okay to be determined <laughs> because the last episode ended with margaret trying to knock on his door you know trying to get some late night comfort and um she saw dana in there and so <laughs> so then Tom comes down and he's like, all right, you know, he's going to basically round up the boys, Rufus and Kevin, to go with him to go meet some other planters in town. And so he was like, come on, Kevin, your horse is outside waiting for you. And he was like, wait, is he talking about a real horse? I'm going to assume that Kevin has never learned how to ride a horse <laughs> or went horseback riding in any form or fashion. And so he greets um, Margaret's sister and he's like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. And we can tell that there's definitely some tensions between the two because she um, was like, oh, um, so I was hoping, you know, that Rufus would stay back so I could at least spend some time with my nephew. And he was like, yeah we'll be back it's only half a day and margaret had mentioned something to the effect of the same sentiment and he was like i don't want rufus around you guys just gossiping all day you know he needs to hang out with me like kevin had suggested in the last episode so you know rufus can be i guess more like tom so they can bond quote unquote and so they end up getting on their horses and riding off and so as soon as they leave here comes mama rufus and she's just like oh me and my sister desire some tea in the parlor and so dana was trying to hurry up and get a story together about how kevin had told her to do something else so she wouldn't have to deal with her and she was like no i know you know no such thing exists you're basically finna lie go make the tea now so Dana goes to the cookhouse to go try to get Mama Rufus and her sister some tea. So she goes up and she tells Sarah, hey, they want some tea back at the house. And she was like, you know where, you know where the kettle is. And so she basically makes Dana go get the tea herself. Um, and so Dana goes to go, Dana goes to go get the hot water out the kettle. And she burns her hand or something like that. And so the other girls in the cookhouse are laughing at her because she don't know she don't know a way around them so over to 
Tom and Kevin and them. So they have went out to go look at and scope out this new piece of land where the owner has recently passed away. So as they're walking through this field, oh, it's Kevin, Rufus, Luke, and Nigel. Okay. So they're walking through this field and Tom is basically telling Kevin that him and Luke grew up together. Um, Luke was born right before Tom was and because Tom had only sisters, two in front of him and one behind him, he basically fashions Luke to be his brother, okay? But Luke hurry up and smash his face when he was like, yeah, I got two brothers of my own. <laughs> and that is not including you, Tom. <laughs> I had two other brothers. And so this hurry up and crack Tom face. So Tom is looking like, oh, you know. So after that he says something um to the effect of yeah the owner recently passed away is i think he said it's five more acres or something like that and so he's looking to buy it and if he buys it then this this basically is going to be luke's um luke's land i don't know if this is pity land that he's trying to grant him or if he's really trying to fulfill his promise that he made to luke all those years ago um and so Luke was like, what are you trying to give me this for? I mean, this is, we can basically tell just by looking at the field that this land is no good. And so he hurries up and walks off. Oh, before he does that, he, he mentions basically an undertone of Tom always taking stuff from him. Okay. Including Celeste, because we knew that that was Tom's baby. So after Luke walked off, he was basically trying to excuse Luke's behavior to Kevin and he was like yeah you know he recently had a slave friend that passed away that he had developed a, a you know a very close friendship with and Kevin was like yeah he's he's grieving of course he's upset and so Tom was just like yeah I can understand that but there's almost nothing worse it's very tiresome to be dealing with um a melancholy a melancholy slave all the time so basically like a sad slave tom are you really that ignorant or do you just not care and the fact that you in one breath said to kevin that you saw luke as a brother but then in the next breath you're calling him a slave yeah no i just i can't get behind it i'm over it luke can you please just kill tom <laughs> can't we just revolt please because tom has to go I, i'm tired of him and so he tells luke to go fetch the boys because he's ready to move on at this point so dana finally makes her way back from the cookhouse with the tea and she's they're both waiting on uh mama rufus to come back downstairs so dana pours made some tea while um she says mama rufus went upstairs to go freshen up so while they're waiting on her to come back downstairs she asked dana is mr franklin teaching you know mama rufus piano lessons and uh dana was like yeah and so she was like hmm i was kind of shocked to hear that when she told me that because i've never known uh mama rufus to be musically inclined 
but as long as you know he's keeping her entertained um then i guess all is well in my book so mama rufus finally makes her way back downstairs and she gets poured a cup of tea she drinks it and immediately spits it out she tells dana that the tea is too cold so then she stands up and she confronts dana about seeing her in kevin's room the previous night because she's basically jealous and so as she's getting in dana's face she was like now which one of you can't control yourselves because it's clear that i told you not to be found in mr franklin's room while you guys are staying in my house and so dana was like it's me and so sister done got up and was like whoa like calm down what, what are you doing you know and mama rufus takes the cup of tea and throws the rest of the tea on dana y'all when i tell you if i was dana i would have got snatched back to the present because i would have took mama rufus out and then they would have came looking for me and my life would have been in danger i would have took her ass out i'm done with her like every time i feel just a tinge of pity for how tom be talking to her and how he be treating her this is why i'm reminded that she deserves whatever she gets coming to her i'm so tired of her so tired of her so we go over to the boys they finally made their way into town it's luke um nigel rufus tom and kevin and so they're getting off their horses and kevin and luke kind of hang back so kevin is like hey luke you know i heard about celeste i'm very sorry about your loss i'm just checking to see if you're okay and so luke was like as a matter of fact no i'm not okay but you worrying about me is not gonna make the matters any better so you know don't even waste your time on that so they finally catch up to the rest of the crew and as they're doing that we hear that tom is telling rufus that they're gonna go get shaved and so kevin is like uh, uh so how much is this gonna cost because as you know i don't really have a lot of funds and so tom is always coming for kevin's neck y'all i swear tom is hella petty all the time like his petty meter is always at full full throttle at all times because he tells kevin mr franklin i'm aware that you know you you usually aren't <laughs> aren't full of you know monies your your pockets are usually shallow so i've got it <laughs> just hella petty all the time and so rufus is like well daddy you know i i don't have any whiskers to shave and so kevin was like you know don't worry about it basically trying to lift his spirits he was like hey you know don't worry about it i heard that once you start to shave you know that's when the whiskers do come in so you should be fine after this and so as he's telling rufus this we see that tom is handing nigel some flyers for the for a reward for winnie's return to the plantation and so then um tom tells nigel to go ahead and tell the barber to hang those in his window so uh yeah hopefully winnie is already gone i hope olivia was able to get her out of there 
So Dana makes her way back to the cookhouse and she is pissed because of what just happened. So she's slamming and, you know, throwing all the china and all of that around because she's upset. And uh, Sarah comes over and is just like, the tea was too cold, huh? So that lets us know that Mama Ruth has done done this a time or two before in her lifetime. So Dana goes outside to go try to get some more hot water so that she can boil it or some more water so she can throw it in the, the big kettle so it can get warm and, you know, go do the whole tea process over and so by the time she comes back in with the water and she's putting in a big kettle sarah comes over to her and is just like oh uh yeah so i had nancy go do the tea you know so you can basically go ahead and leave the cookhouse there's really nothing else here for you so not only does she have an issue between her and mama rufus at this point but it's very clear now at this point that she and Sarah are not going to be best buds anymore <laughs> so back over to the boys so the boys are in the barbershop and they're finna get ready to get shaved and one of Tom's friends comes in and he's like oh Rufus hey so I didn't notice you you know under all that shaving cream what's going on what I thought you would have been in school today. And so Rufus was like, nope, I'm done with school. I'm going to be taking over, you know, the land just like dad. He's basically going to be dad's apprentice. And so then um, Tom ends up asking his friend, you know, um, is he, is did he come down to the barbershop to get shaved too? And so the guy was like, no, I basically have somebody that I've, I'm grooming back at the house, the slave, I'm assuming, that I'm grooming back at the house to do that for me at the house. But, you know, I was just coming down here to give me something to eat. I was coming to town to, to fill my belly. And so then he compliments Luke on being very great at tilling the land. And he was like, you know, Tom, it's very nice of you to get Luke's shoes shined. I will say, you know, that I've never seen a slave owner do that for one of his slaves before and so tom is looking at kevin like did you do this because i don't remember giving the go-ahead for this to happen <laughs> honey luke is on the path to destruction you might want to stand back tom because you are target number one okay so i don't know if luke went off the beaten path and decided to go get his own damn shoe shine or if kevin was like here luke here's some money to go get your shoe shine i don't know but either way it's happening <laughs> So, they make it to the bar, I guess, to go celebrate because Tom says that he just sold something that he no longer needs to the gentleman that was in the barbershop that he was talking to. So, I'm wondering if he sold Luke because Luke is pissed and Tom, Tom is mad at Luke for, you know, him going off the beaten path and saying what he said earlier about his brothers and all of that and him being a sad slave all the time because of what he did to celeste okay tom act like you're mr perfect so anyway so he tells kevin that it's time to celebrate and so tom and rufus are enjoying a drink yes Tom is actively drinking with his 12-year-old son, Rufus. I finally found out his age, y'all. He is 12. 
why is that little boy trying to go get shaved and let alone drinking why i need to know i need to know tom what what is your logic behind this and so (laughs) they get into this whole discussion um after the barmaid comes and sets their drinks down and so tom was like rufus you know basically like check out that lady now there's somebody that you look at but you don't necessarily marry and so rufus was like yeah no i don't think i want to marry anybody yet like i'm still a kid and so tom was like rufus every man ends up marrying a lady and so rufus was like not kevin (laughs) kevin has dana and so tom was like Rufus, no, you don't want to end up like Mr. Kevin. Now, <laughs> when he says this, y'all, they are having this whole discussion in front of Kevin, okay? So Tom was like, no, you don't want to end up like Mr. Franklin, you know, alone, basically, and in love with a slave. But you was just in love with Whitney, but okay. So he was like, no, you don't want to end up like Mr. Franklin. And so then Rufus was like, yes, I do. And so Tom finally agrees with Kevin that Rufus has had enough to drink. Okay, so he steals he steals Rufus's cup from him and sets it down and tells him to go on and go with Nigel. And so <laughs> after Rufus leaves, he basically forces Kevin to drink. Because like I said, they're supposed to be celebrating him getting rid of something that he no longer needs which i think is luke but we'll see so kevin of course does not drink because you know he's been sober or he's been fighting fighting to stay sober and so tom was like no i insist and as a matter of fact you know you not drinking makes me feel like you're you're very feminine and it's no wonder that bro just tried to basically hit on you (laughs) and so he claims that he was just kidding but like i said he's always going for kevin's neck so i'm not sure how much of a joke that was versus you know just like a a little jab so after all of that is said and done he like i said forces kevin to partake in the drink with him so i don't know if this is gonna make kevin fall way off the deep end or what but he takes a drink with Tom so I guess we'll see what happens so Dana is sitting in the cabin and she keeps looking at all of this blood that was left from when Celeste had the baby and she's getting depressed and so she gets up and she walks out and she's walking outside when she runs into May Mama Rufus's sister so then May apologizes on behalf of Mama Rufus for how she acted earlier and then she asks her you know is Tom the source basically of her misery um because she feels like Maggie used to never act like that and then before they moved to where wherever they currently are meaning um May and her husband which her husband is a doctor she wanted to point that out (laughs) she wanted to make sure that she mentioned that um but before they came to be wherever they live now they resided in i believe new jersey or new york and she said that that's where they ran into all of these liberal thinkers 
and I think she meant blacks free blacks <laughs> when she said liberal thinkers and so like I said she goes on to further bash Tom because she believes that he's just a heathen and a drunkard that doesn't know how to spell his name right and she also asked is it true that he starved out the other slaves once his concubine went missing Dana never replies and so um then later on like a few seconds later Rufus comes up and Maggie runs outside not Maggie yeah Maggie so when Rufus comes up Nigel is trying to get Dana's attention Nigel tells Dana that Rufus has had too much to drink and here comes Mama Rufus again what's going on what's wrong with my baby and so she hurries up and tries to shoot Dana away because we know she does not like it when Dana comes to Rufus's rescue. And so, Nigel goes on to tell Mama Rufus that Rufus had too much to drink. And so then, this is when May lays into Maggie about how Tom is having, you know, such a bad um, influence on Rufus. He shouldn't be drinking this young. You know, he needs to be in school. He's He's turning out to be a heathen, and this is not, you know, what Mama Rufus uh, had planned for him as a child, you know, for her kid's life. And so then Mama Rufus is like, don't you think I know that? I know all of this stuff, but, I mean, she doesn't really have any say-so in her household. So what can she really do besides, you know, take it out on the slaves? So then May asks, Dana to give them a moment of privacy so then we go back over to Kevin and Tom so Kevin is still drinking okay the one sip was not enough so hopefully like I said he does not fall off the wagon hopefully he just enjoys this one drink and then that's it so they're talking and so Tom is like you know I don't really know that much about you. And so Kevin says that his parents are from New Jersey and that his dad was a bookkeeper. And so Tom was like, oh, you don't really keep that many books, though, I see. So <laughs> where did you learn your trace from? Because Kevin is like, yo, you know, I think that rufus should try to spend more time you know with boys his age in school because tom was like you know when i was his age this is what i was doing and we can clearly see that this is not turning out well for rufus and so kevin says hey so he definitely probably needs to stay in school and hang around kids his age and so tom was like well no he's fine I mean after all that's what I have you there for unless you're planning on leaving sometime soon and so Kevin was like no I don't plan on leaving anytime soon so then Tom mentions that he was debating on whether or not he was going to keep Rufus around for this next part because the show is finna start and so because they went home um because well since Rufus was sent home he figures that Kevin is going to enjoy this said show. So this show is basically a slave raping another slave. And 
the woman that gets raped is named Jane. And so, Kevin isn't even around for 30 seconds because he realizes what's going to get ready to happen. And mind you, there's a whole crowd of white men in this bar that are very entertained by what's going on. It's insane to me, the shit that used to happen back in the day. But... Like, all of this shit was real. I was thinking that it was going to be, like, you know, a Mandingo fight or something like that. But, no. It's a slave raping another slave. And they're trying to figure out how long she's going to be able to last. I don't know if that means, like, if she's going to die after this. or I don't know. But, uh, Kevin can't stomach it. I can't either. He walks outside. And then Tom comes and it's like should we be leaving now because he can clearly tell that kevin is triggered um you know in a lot of different ways by what he just saw so they end up leaving oh and i forgot to mention when they were getting ready to get on their horses to leave um kevin was like where's luke and so tom reveals that he indeed did sell luke to the guy that was at the barbershop Tom is so freaking low. I can't stand him. I just... Whatever happens to him and Mama Rufus at this point, I'm all for it, okay? I'm all for all, all the bad stuff happening to them at this point. How dare you? Again, in one breath, you're saying that that's your brother. And then in the next breath, you're calling him a slave. And then the next action you have is you selling him off get it out of here like (laughs) you were gonna give him some crappy lamb but you won't even let him shine his shoes stop it so yeah whatever they got coming i'm all for it so dana is inside the house when she hears some chatter outside so she goes oh no when she hears something downstairs i'm assuming she's in kevin's room so she hears some chatter and she comes downstairs and she sees mama rufus grabbing um rufus to tell him to come along and so rufus sees dana and was like can dana come and so she was like no dana cannot come so it turns out that mama rufus rufus and may are leaving remember may said that she was only in town for the day and then she was going back to baltimore the next day that's where they're at now and so he was like well can dana come and so she's like no so dana realizes what's going on as they walk outside and so she's like no you can't take rufus and so then she hurries up and she runs to jake and it's like jake 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 you have to stop them they're leaving and she can't take rufus they can't leave and so he was like it's best that you mind your own business you need to be taught that lesson and so then it dawns on her that jake is their cousin she remembers that and so of course he's not gonna you know go against family and so then she runs back in front of them and she runs like in in front of the buggy trying to stop them trying to get in the way and so may was like you know what if you keep impending you know impeding our departure i can't save you and so then margaret steps out and she dana was like don't you remember the night that your baby um you know was in the bassinet the the time that he almost drowned and then the fire 
I was there those times. I saved him. I'm here to be his savior, basically. And I can't save him if you guys leave. And so then Margaret was like, I remember you. And she said, I remember the devil coming to visit me those nights. You're the devil. And so then she starts shouting at Dana. They hurry up and get back in the buggy. And then they, they, the horse rides off. And so now Dana's looking like, oh shit, like what am I gonna do now? I was supposed to be here on a mission to keep Rufus safe because she believes that Rufus and Carrie are part of her ancestral line. So yeah, I don't know what's about to happen. So then Kevin and Tom are on their way home and they're riding their horses through the woods. And so Tom... Tom is asking Kevin, you know, basically what his deal is because he sees that Kevin has been affected by or triggered by what's going on. And he's not sure if it's the alcohol or if it's what he saw with Jane. And so he he says, you know, basically to the tune of, he thought that he would like that considering his taste in women. And so Kevin was like, you mean Dana? And so when he mentions her by name versus calling her a slave, you know, or a piece of property, then Tom is like, yep, you're definitely in love. And that's not a good sign. You should never fall in love with your chattel. That's what he says. And so Kevin is like, you want to talk seeing as how you were in love with Winnie. And so then he was like, no, I would never do anything like that. So Kevin was like, you could have fooled me, basically. And so then Tom was like, you know what? Our relationship and whatever we had going on with the piano lessons is now terminated. So since the relationship is terminated, you owe me $10. And so Kevin was like, you know I don't have ten dollars to give you, Tom. I told you I don't have any money. And so then, uh, oh well, he says the ten dollars is for the haircut, for the clothes on his back, for the entertainment, for the drinks at the bar, all of that. And so Kevin was like, you know I don't have any money. And so then he was like, okay, well since that seems to be the case, you can go ahead and dismount the horse. And so Kevin was like, what? Like, I I have to get back to the house. What do you mean? And so he was like, exactly what I said, dismount the horse. And he pulls a gun on Kevin. So Kevin has no other choice but to get off the horse. And not only that, but Tom tells him that if he ever steps foot on his property again, he will shoot him. And Kevin should know, if nothing else, that Tom is a man of his word. So now Dana is trapped own said said property on the plantation and Kevin has no way of getting her in the know about what has transpired between him and Tom and not only that but once he gets back home and he realizes that mama Rufus and Rufus are gone oh it's gonna be pure chaos I, oh my gosh, this is going to get so crazy. So how in the hell is Kevin going to get back to Dana? How in the hell is Dana going to give Rufus back? This is a whole hot mess. So Tom comes back to the house without Kevin and he's looking for Margaret. 
and Dana informs him that Margaret has left. And so as she's telling him that, Kevin comes knocking on Olivia's door. And so she's like, where's Dana? And so he was like, I don't know. Um, and so she's like, what do you mean you don't know? And he was like, I was hoping that she was here. And then he goes on to explain that him and Tom got into it. Um, and he's not sure how he's going to be able to get back onto the property um, to find Dana. And so Olivia's like, okay, well, let me go get Luke. And Luke will be, you know, Luke will be able to help us find Dana. And so Kevin was like, yeah, so that's not going to be possible because Tom sold Luke earlier today to a guy in Easton. And so then Olivia was like, well, shoot, that means we're going to have to leave because the first place that Tom is going to come looking for her is here because he's seen us together. And so he tells uh, she tells Kevin that she and Alice are going to have to flee to Philadelphia and I guess she's going to try to go look for Dana real quick before they end up fleeing. And so she tells Alice that they're, they're going to be leaving soon so she needs to pack a bag. And in the meantime, she wants Kevin to stay back so, you know, no more trouble will come to them. And so back over at the house, Tom is telling Jake that he needs to hurry up and find Margaret. He doesn't really care. Well, he wants Jake to find Rufus. He doesn't really care what happens to Margaret. Margaret can stay with his sister for all, stay with her sister for all he cares at this point. He just wants Rufus back. And so as he's telling him that Dana makes some type of noise because she's eavesdropping right outside the door. And so Jake turns around and was like, nosy bitch, you know. And so Tom was like, you know, don't worry about Jake. Come on in, Dana. And so Dana comes in and he's like, what do you think about staying with me? Because she keeps asking where Kevin is. And so he was like, I don't know where Kevin is. And she was like, what did you do with Kevin? And he was like, I didn't do anything with him. But what do you think about staying with me? I mean, it's pretty ironic that he's your master, but he's homeless. <laughs> so wouldn't you feel better having stability, you know, being able to have somebody provide for you, this, that, and the third? And so she was like, no, I actually want to stay with Mr. Franklin. I belong to him. And so <laughs> he had asked her, you know, had she, she bore children before and she lies and says that she had, and then he asked her age to stand the third. So I was thinking that maybe he was going to try to, you know, have her have some babies, you know, so he could have some more slaves and then he was going to keep her in the house. So Rufus can be, you know, taken care of at this point, but no, Dana does not want to stay thank goodness because i for a, a quick second i thought she was going to be like no i have to stay here and you know keep an eye for rufus and protect him i thought she really was going to say that but i'm glad that she didn't so we'll see what happens so back over to kevin in olivia's cabin so kevin is there with alice and he's not quite sure what to do at this point when he hears a woman saying hello 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 real weekly right so 
Alice was like, uh-uh, don't do it. Don't you let her out. Y'all, why is Winnie still here? She's still here in the cabin, okay? Olivia has not gotten rid of her just yet. She has not made the connection to Philadelphia like she told Dana that she had. Or it, it just hasn't happened yet. But either way, Winnie is still there. And so she asked Kevin, can she just stretch her legs for a second? And Alice again is like, uh-uh, Kevin, don't you do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and so Kevin lets her out to stretch her legs. And so then she asks him for some water. Give an inch and she gonna take them out tell me why she jetted off y'all she done opened up the the back door and ran out into the woods so he looks at alice alice is like you gotta go get her so kevin was like oh shoot you know like winnie 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 so he done took off after her trying to find her so as he's chasing her dana is back at the house i'm assuming in kevin's room when sarah comes in with food and so she was like sarah what you doing here and she was like it seems like the reason why i wasn't allowed in here in the first place is no longer here meaning mama rufus and so now she's going to be i guess back in the house for good so she done brought dana something to eat and dana was like i don't want anything to eat right now and so sarah was like no nah, now you gotta eat something and so she was like look i'm not sure what what kevin did what she, what she called him massa i'm not sure what your master did but whatever he did it took time off some fears now i i wouldn't imagine that he'd be coming back around here looking for you and so she as she's telling her this we see kevin running through the woods still trying to find winnie and get her you know track her down and so then it jets back over to sarah and um dana and dana was like what you mean by that and so she was like basically tom on her ass now so she's a slave like for real for real now <laughs> it is getting crazy so now they're gonna have to come back and rescue dana because dana is trapped on the plantation and it seems like sarah does not like her enough to help her out of said situation oh and before i let y'all go um dana did ask where luke was and she was like oh he got sold off but see i told you luke don't really care about nobody but itself but we all really know what happened honey sarah is yeah she, i don't know i don't like sarah neither so yeah that's that and so basically dana is a slave and that was how the episode ended y'all this show is getting crazy at this point i don't care what happens to tom i don't care what happens to mama rufus i don't care what happens to sarah okay they can all go they can all go to hell <laughs> basically and that's it y'all um you can find me at me and you tv reviews on facebook and on instagram you can also find me at my tv reviews podcast 
without the s on the end at gmail.com if you haven't already left a review or a rating please do so you guys it's so important for other people to find us so we can grow our family i really do love and appreciate each and every one of you new or old listeners as i mentioned before yes we are growing i do see the numbers going up y'all so the word is definitely getting out i appreciate you guys so shortly we're going to be coming up on a thousand downloads wow that's insane i cannot believe that you guys we are probably about 200 um downloads away from a thousand i didn't think a little low podcast like mine will be able to say that ever but here we are so i'm gonna try to do something special um maybe like a gift card or something we'll see okay times are hard out here for everybody right now and any uh thing good whether it's actual money gift card or whatever anybody can use that okay so i'll figure something out if you have any good suggestions please let me know okay reach out to me and let me know what you guys would like so we can try to do like a little giveaway or something i appreciate you guys i really do um so that's all i have for now so until we meet over the airwaves again um i am mo and i am out of here i'll talk to you guys soon bye